We would like to advise the listeners to this podcast that swearing in adult content is used within this lovely podcast by Mike and Matt in Chitter Chatter. Welcome to Chitter Chatter, this special edition. I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And uh, well, we haven't really done one for ages, Matt. What's happened to us? I thought, I don't know, I thought you abandoned me, to be honest. You know, <laughs> I, I was thinking, where is he? You know, <laughs> I just thought, oh, well, you know, I thought, that's it, that's that, that's all over with. <laughs> but here we are, here we are, here we are, we're back, back to the extreme. A very well, <laughs> extreme, it's like normal rules, wasn't it? Really, but um, yeah, so there's so much that that, that we've got to go through. So, I think you were saying that we're going to have to do this over a few different episodes. I think so. I think we always end up mixing WWE and AEW chat together. I think we yeah. need to start uh separating it all, <laughs> very true, but, yeah. So uh, uh what what was today's topic then are we going to do the pay-per-view i think yes why not why not <laughs> god <laughs> i suppose that's the closest thing that that's why i say that yeah so let's make it a wwe pay-per-view matt i'll let you kick it off Okay, of course. So we're going to run through the matches first. Of course, it was the Extreme Rules uh, last Sunday. Depends on what country you are. We're in the UK, so it was like Monday night, Sunday night, evening. We'll call it whatever you want. <laughs> and the first match, did you see the kickoff show again? I always ask you this. And you normally say yeah. no, so did you? <laughs> I listen. I I I struggle to watch the actual paper per the paper view these days. So no, I didn't watch the kickoff show. <laughs> <laughs> I normally watch the last half hour of the kickoff show because you normally get a match within the last half hour. And of course, that match was Liz Morgan versus Camilla. Where, of course, Liz Morgan defeated Camilla. It was an okay match. So, on to the next bit. <laughs> of course, uh, then, of course, we went into the main uh, pay per view, which yeah. was, of course, Extreme Balls. So, uh, before we go into the matches, I'm going <laughs> to ask you, what was your fault? What was your thinking? Was you thinking that you're looking forward to it? You're not? Or are you just going to see what happens? You know what? I, all, there's one thing that, that I wanted was to go back to 2003 with Eric Bischoff and that bloody will. Because you could have just had Eric and Stone Cold as general managers of, of, of Raw or SmackDown, whatever. Spinning a wheel and saying that each match is now an extreme rules match. They do this pay per view once a bloody year and they have one extreme rules match on the entire poxy card and expects you to pay $9.99 to watch it when you can watch the same shite on Raw. Uh, so, in the answer, Matt, <laughs> I wasn't looking forward to it. Okay, okay. Okay. What about so, what, um, what about you? I 
looked at it and I wasn't <laughs> over optimistic. <laughs> you looked at it, but but I would always say it's normally those ones, and we've said this before, that surprise you the most. Hmm. We've said this before. Sometimes they are the ones that sometimes come up and actually surprise you the most. So I can see we might have a bit of a difference of opinion on <laughs> some of this. Okay, so we're going to kick off the extreme rules. But I do agree, there was only one extreme rules. I do wonder whether this is more down to scheduling, uh, trying to keep people fit and healthy at the moment, you know, rather than risking injuries. Um, yeah, but if that's the case, but, just change the pay-per-view. But, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, but they, they, they want people to subscribe to it, doesn't they? You know, if you just call it non-extreme rules, they're not going to subscribe to that. But I, I will give... I will give one person a quick shout out here. I actually think uh, this last six months of the year, who's actually had quite a few stream ball type matches, I think. And, and I think he's actually really improved this year. Seamus. I just want to show that in there. But there we go. You know okay, right, I, first match. I would actually agree with you there. I think Seamus is the most underrated wrestler in all of WWE. I think he is... Well, I, Amazing, yeah, what yeah. he does. I just, I think he just, just thinking back to the Drew McIntyre matches and on Raw the other day, you know, that was a really good match. But anyway, let's say on to the pay per view. So the first match, the kickoff of the day was uh, it actually New Day versus Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, and Omas. Yeah. And of course, the New Day won that. <laughs> They were so no. optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just... Thoughts, opinions, or have you forgotten it? Well, the, the problem is, Matt, right, is obviously, you know, I've stopped drinking. So trying to watch these sober is very heartbreaking. <laughs> so the, the match itself, I mean, I, I'm not allowed to mention what, I would have compared it to because we're not allowed to do that apparently in the podcast. But <laughs> it's just oh, really it's ticking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just heartbreaking to see because the new day are so amazing. You know what? The whole of all is based around this storyline. It's I, don't know. I, I wondered whether they've actually put the New Day back a couple of times to see how the crowd respond to it. Because obviously we've got the draft draw, call it what you want, this coming up, this next couple of uh, episodes. You know, to see whether it is a crowd pleaser still to whether to bring them back together or not. That's partly my opinion of it all. You say that, right? Did you hear the announce, uh, one of the announcers at ringside go, what happens next Friday? When there is a um, a change, the new day might yeah. split up. Yeah. What do you mean split up? Yeah, They've been split up for months. I know. Yeah, I, I did think the same, but you know, <laughs> we, we, but yeah, the actual match itself, actually, to me, um, I think, as I say, I think it was more of a new day thing. But it, I enjoyed the match. It was a good match, personally. Um, I did wonder whether they would do a storyline of Bobby Lashley going against AJ at some point because of what happened at the end. So I did wonder whether there's a bit more to uh, making the storyline as well on that one. 
Okay, so that didn't materialise. I've got two opinions of this match, right? So I don't like the way this has been dealt with the storyline wise, but if you put these people in a ring, they will put on a great show. What's happened is they've been put in a ring on free TV on Monday Night Raw for the past bloody four months. So we've seen this match several times. Now it's just been done again. And it's like, bloody hell. Do you, do you know what I mean? I, I'm fed no, up. I don't, think we've seen the, the, I don't think we've really seen the New Day as a team for a while. And obviously, Bobby Dash's team out of AJ and Omas was quite new. Well. <laughs> All right. Next, next, next match. Up, the SmackDown <laughs> Tag Team Championships. The Usos and the Street Profits. Um, yeah, go on then. Okay, so I gonna surprise you here. I love, I love, I love this match. I think the Usos should leave Roman Reigns' storyline completely. Um, they they don't need that storyline. They're fantastic, and the Street Profits are the most electrifying characters since, in my opinion, The Rock. Um. I think they're a great tag team um, and could be compared probably to the Hardy Boys, except excluding the extreme part, in my opinion. Uh, so I, th- I think well, it's a good match. I'm going to go back to your comment before on the last match. We've seen Remember, this one before people. several times. <laughs> we, the fact that we've seen this one a few times. Now, yeah. As you say, they're both great tag teams, but I think yeah. we've seen this match up on more uh, a, a few times over the last few weeks, you do need some sort of uh, you do need some sort of de- deciding match up where they will say, say that's it, move on. Yeah, for definitely. Uh, which could be, you know, it could well be this. I did wonder um, regarding the Street Profit, and I still feel I still got that new feeling with them. Um, that you know where they. <laughs> They were walking towards the ring and he said, are you still fit after blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, I've still got your back. I did wonder whether they would have some sort of scaffold in between them, which I hoped wouldn't happen because we do need some good tag teams to stay together. Uh, Yeah, the match itself was an okay match. You know, it was pretty good, but I'm not going to jump up and down. Uh, No surprise in you, so it's one. Uh, But as you say... You you are right because you because you could have seen this on Smack on SmackDown two weeks ago, so you're yeah. right in every, in, every, in every way. Yeah, of course I am. Yeah, what more can I say? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it it was an okay match. It was a good matchup, and obviously, you know they can only, as you say, match people up for so much, and obviously you still do need two good teams against each other in pay per views. Okay, on to the next one. The War Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss. Oh, you're probably going to really go for this one. <laughs> you know me so well. Oh, God. You know what? I look forward to I'm just going to switch off for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm, I'm going to sit down and look forward to this match. Go for it. Okay. And I'm... I was so pissed off with this match because Alexa Bliss 
kind of took the reins from the fiend. And then the fiend's character, the fiend's powers, was basically told, yep, yeah, all them powers now is is inside this bloody teddy bear. Okay, well, that teddy bear is now controlling everything. And suddenly, weeks after weeks, this teddy bear is being manipulated. And what the poxy hell? Anyway, I had all hopes that something was going to happen. And this is the only faith I had in this show, by the way. <laughs> and nothing bloody happened. So, you know what? Charlotte Flair ripping it apart. Um, I listened to a few other um, wrestling podcasts and whatever. Uh, apparently, from the Wrestling Observer in America, uh, Alexa Bliss is being written off TV, so she isn't going to be around for a few months. Uh, so whether or not she's going to come back without all the um, the Fiend stuff, because obviously the Fiend's going to be appearing in a TV show, which I can't bloody say about. But um, <laughs> so yeah, so it's going to be good. Okay. I mean, no, that, the match that, was that, okay, but that, let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> go back to um, how she say to um, a question of the day. It's my rubber ducky question of the day. There we go. It's broken. <laughs> okay, right now you mentioned there you didn't really like the doll with Alexa Bliss, correct? Um. I didn't like I well I did originally, um, and I each week they have short, short answer short answer. Okay, no overall overall over, right. Okay, so you mentioned the fiend. So what did the fiend have in the fun house? Okay, that is very true. However, <laughs> so how can the fiend? I, I knew this was going to come up in some way so i thought about this before and i was thinking okay the fiend got away everyone thought the fiend and the fun house was great fun you know the, the puppet the puppets were fun and all the rest of it and yet as soon as alexa bliss comes along because of how all the interpretation was done with this doll it's all of a sudden not so right now obviously a lot of the crowd have gone for it because obviously the crowd did react well for it uh, people have bought them. You can see them in the crowd. So I think there's going to be a mixed opinion on it. But I, I always believe in life and in this, as you know, you can't criticise one if another one's doing it and you're doing the same thing and one's great, one's not. I I, I wouldn't disagree. And I, and I actually feel sorry for Alexa Bliss, right? Because if they had have kept it, and you know the characters in the characters within the Fiend's Funhouse, they they didn't take control over the Fiend. The Fiend took con control over Bray Wyatt. Do you know what I mean so? There was a huge story behind the Fiend, it, and the story was all his past. It, it's like he he was a schizophrenic live on TV, and all his different parts of his history was saying to him, look, you're no longer fat, you're no longer shit, you're going to be better at wrestling, you're going to be better at this. And the Fiend always came back to go, look, you're not going to lose. 
And then they messed him up with Goldberg. Anyway, forget that bit. Yeah, because we're supposed to be talking about the Charlotte play. That's yeah, the first match. <laughs> Alexa Bliss was messed up because of the the teddy bear became the powerful one and not Alexa Bliss, in my opinion. And that and that's why I think it messed up. If they had have kept the funhouse and had Alexa Bliss take over the funhouse, uh, it may have worked. But there, there again, the audience went against them as soon as WWE axed the fiend. Okay, so, but the actual match itself, yeah, I think <laughs> it is a pretty good match. Uh, I always think it would be difficult to see Alexa Bliss beating Charlotte Flair. Uh, I do think the end of the match went on for a bit too long. Um, you know, with the what happened with the doll and Alexa's reaction, I think that went on. That could have been a bit shorter than what it was. It was Most a good match, you know. Um, you know, again, it was one of those matches you enjoyed it. Um, I can't really complain about it as such. Um, but you know, it was just good to watch. But yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what else I can really say. I, you know, enjoyed it, but it's been a while, I think, since we've seen Alexa Bliss have a few too many matches, so it was good to uh, to see her get a proper match up again. I will say that though. Yeah, I fully agree. On to the next one. United States Championship. Damien Priest, Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. Well, I'm sure you're going to say you wish Jeff Hardy won. Not at all. I feel sorry for Jeff Hardy. He's been put into these things for no bloody reason at all. Um, I, I really want creative to support Jeff Hardy instead of him being uh, you know I'm not going to talk about this one because or, or, I'm just going to nope. sound like a moaning B word all the time <laughs> well, we're supposed to be talking and talk, generally talk about the matchups <laughs> so, I, uh, so I liked I liked the match but not pay-per-view material I think this actually um was better than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Um, I did wonder whether Jeff Hardy would sneak it, but I actually enjoyed this matchup. I think it was probably the one that probably surprised me the most because I wasn't too sure. Again, purely because we've seen Damian Priest and Seamus a few times. Uh, so I think adding Jeff Hardy into it actually was quite a good thing to mix it up a bit. And also making it triple threat, you get the near counts and... Near, you know, all the other things with it, and I think they both all went through quite a bit of uh, bumps within the matchup itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I well, I just don't. I I I I'm just looking through, and um, to me, it, I I just can't find it. It's just another Monday Night Raw match, but with Jeff Hardy in the equation. I mean, a SmackDown match, sorry, in the equation. So, but no, I I would give it, in my opinion, a two out of five. Hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I enjoyed it. Like I say, I enjoyed it more than I thought it was. I think they did. They all went for it personally, and I don't think they could have done much more apart from adding the extreme rules. But it wasn't far off because obviously it was triple threat 
we don't have the rules in the normal match anyway. So to me, it was a crafty in between extreme rules, you know. So it was actually, uh, to me, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I was like, ooh, ow, ooch, ooch, ouch. Uh, <laughs> so I, I enjoyed it. So, of course, the next one, the Women's Smackdown Championship, Becky Leach v Bianca Belair. Yeah. Uh, this is probably, you know what, all their script writers and 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 uh, and uh, their planners for the whole year are probably all on this and nothing else. I like this match. I think that they're looking you in like the future. And, um, even, though, even though it ended with no winner. Yeah, because I think that they're looking for the future and trying to look out for each other's character. I think they've actually got a plan. Do you know what I mean? Which is which is bloody weird for the booty. But that that that's that that's why I'm saying I think that. But are we heading towards something we've seen before though? Most likely, because they've only got bloody thirty-four wrestlers. No, I mean with <laughs> Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Yeah, for definite, because I I know it, it's been a year or so since it all happened, um, but you know. Is this where Bianca Belair steps back and Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch will be the next match-up for the next few months? It would be or will there be more triple threats? You know, I, you know, I, I I'm not going to discuss because I'd go out of the match kind of plot here. I think there's a massive problem within the company of where the progression of how people are going to be and who they can fight next isn't really being thought well of. Um, hence the return of Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and all and all this kind of shavavo. Um, but yeah, no, so I would say this match, three out of five. <laughs> what about What about you? Yeah. I I kind of enjoyed the match. I felt it was a slow burner, should we call it. Um, it certainly got more potential. And I think that's why I think, you know, with Sasha Banks coming in, obviously Becky Lynch and Bianca Bell has only really just got going, of course, because obviously their SummerSlam match wasn't a match. So this is really the first time that they've actually been able to have a, a, a proper contest. Yeah, I think it went down well. I think everybody liked it. Everyone's obviously been uh, supporting Bianca this year, um, so I'd, I'd be ashamed to push her back a bit. So it'd be interesting to see what happens next. To be honest, but yeah, it was an okay match. But I'm I'm always disappointed when you don't get a winner in any type of match. Yeah, on to the main event. On to the main event. Uh, unless you want to try add anything else on there? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Uh, Universal champion, Roman Reigns and the Fiend, Finn Balor. The Extreme Rules match. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you can start this off. Well, I'll let you try first. Off you go. Okay. I'm just going to sit back and have a drink and make loud noises as I drink. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Podcasters, if you're under the age of 18, just put some headphones in. No, don't. Take them out. Take them out. Um, 
this was a oh my god, just ridiculous, ridiculous, completely, utterly stupid. I um, loved it. Are you being serious? Yeah. I witnessed a fish flapping around on the floor. Don't we all love you, underdog? Oh, it's just a really embarrassing thing. I, in, I didn't like, I didn't like the ending, of course. I think the actual match itself, but as a as as I'd say again, this is this is create the the uh, creative, the match itself. You put Finn and Roman together, and they're going to put on a good match. You put well, Finn I and Roman. Got fo- that that that's really what we've got to focus on, obviously, because we are looking and discussing like the matches themselves. You know, obviously, you can go in deep. We can have different opinions or the same opinion on the creative side of things. But, you know, obviously, focusing on the match itself, you know, for me, was a good match. I enjoyed it. But the creative was part of the match, which then makes it really bad. In my opinion. I I, I, I think, you know, obviously... (laughs) I re- I liked it. Yeah, I can't see it say much more apart from I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good matchup. Um when Finn Bauer brought out those kendo sticks tied up all together, I thought <laughs> that just made me like chuckle because you know, you think, oh that's happening I've not seen before. Um, yeah. obviously bringing out the fiends, you know, and reacting in a, a I don't know, let's call it like a, a fiend, uh, not the fiend, uh, the demon in like a, you know, like being bashed around doesn't affect him so much ways. It's fun to me. I like that, whether it's been Hulk Hogan, whether it's been the Demon, or whether it's been anybody else who does that afterwards. You know, it's quite, you know, it's quite funny at times because when they get a simple bop, they're like, you know, but, you know, but yeah, the ending was, Oh, this is really interesting. Of course, when news has come up, it's like, oh, here we go again. That ruined that, of course. And then they changed the scene in the lighting. And I really liked that, to be honest. You know, it was a bit duffel. And obviously, someone's sat somewhere with a button on the turn tap uh, to, to release the top of the buckle, which was a bit disappointing for that side of things. But for all match itself, I actually really enjoyed it. I don't think they could have done any more. Now, Apparently, well, from 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 what I've heard and from what I've been discussing, well, it's kind of discussing with uh, my other half, my lady partner, as Ollie calls it. Um, <laughs> she doesn't like wrestling, wrestling at all. By the way, she just ignores me. But um, I really think that there's a a massive difference in the aspect that this is not a wrestling company. It is a, it's an entertainment company now. So for, for me to dim it down on, on the storyline is bad of me. However, apparently the rope breaking was by God. And the demon, the reason why the heart beated was because the demon was coming from him and then God saved Roman. Now, apparently this is the, <laughs> apparently this is the storyline. If it's true, yeah. then it's mad. But yeah, I, I, they're, they're going to flick over it, aren't they? They're not going to... They will do that 
and that was, you know, obviously Southampton are full goal, they're going to do that, but they yeah. probably will flick over it because they've let, got let to do, just, give it a finish. Yeah. Let me just say this one thing, because I am the biggest hypocrite ever here, because I could easily just slag this right off, but I loved it when Vince burst Shawn Michaels and Triple H and Vince's partner was God. So I'm the biggest hypocrite. So I just think maybe it's not being done in the right way. You know, my question would be, well, what is the right way? Because is because we could all be a critic. Yeah, you know, definitely. In creative, and we all have different ideas. Um, yeah, I, I think you your your opinion of like it's entertainment to me is exactly right. Um, obviously, they put the word entertainment. Now, this is something with the other company that when people Ooh. are talking about the two companies, be careful, man. It's different. <laughs> no, I'm going to say it's different because yeah. I think the WWE is aiming more for like a 12A PG entertainment show. Yeah. Where the other one is heading up into more, slightly more hardcore, slightly more adultish behavior. Yeah. So I think there is a difference there. You know, WWE has always been about, I've mentioned this before, all about the lights, the LED boards, the music, the entrances, the entertainment side. The wrestling, you know, obviously it has to be good, otherwise it wouldn't be where it is today. And, and I think the thing that match, why I liked it, had pretty much all of that. You know, the wrestling was good. They both put themselves for a lot again and yeah. I, I will always respect wrestling as I said wherever you know top end bottom end you've got to respect people for doing it and but but the crowd responded brilliantly to it even the end the crowd was like really up for it so if you can get that crowd involved you've achieved what you're supposed to do you know the it's lights fun. going the thing, you know, responding in that way yeah we could have a little laugh about it but that crowd loved it. See, I don't think the achievement. See, I don't think I heard the crowd cheering or being gasped. I, I think there was a lot of overcasting audio, to to be honest, in my opinion. But there, there, there again, as as you as you rightly said, everyone's entitled to an opinion. And you know what, WWE, they have a very large audience, and. They're doing something right for the right audience of where they're trying to get. And if do you mean just maybe they're 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 losing a kind of aged of audience, um, and they're letting another company take that audience away. Uh, this happened twenty odd years years ago, um, and when the audience start to go is when Vince will be like, God damn you, change and start swearing, which is what NXT's been told. By, by the way, NXT was, you lost, you must start saying shit more on TV. And that's what they've done. They started saying that on live TV just to get back at, at AEW, oh, sorry, the other company, which isn't even on the same TV, uh, on, on the same day anymore. I, I just find it funny. But if you if you think okay, you know that that's drift off and say, 
let's just finish the match up by saying I actually enjoyed the match. You was really <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you think of what you're discussing or we're discussing there, the differences is like uh, Roman Reigns. I think with his discussion with John Cena um, about certain positions, I found that really funny and quite fun. But the way they presented it was really funny. Yeah, Again, the crowd found it funny, and it wasn't offensive. It wasn't, you know, if you're a young person, you're not actually get, you might say, "Mummy, what are they talking about?" You know, but you know, it wasn't offensive. It wasn't put across crudely or rudely. It was entertainment humour. I know they've edited some of it out and stuff now, apparently, or I don't know. But at the time, it got it. it, it made me laugh. You know, but again, it's it's because of the adult mind. You don't necessarily need to swear. You don't need to. I'm not saying it's wrong, of course. You know, AEW, that other one, AEW, is absolutely fine what they do. You know, as I said plenty of times, I certainly enjoy AEW. But that's the creative difference. Yeah, for definite. You know? and, and I fully you know, agree with you. And that, that's exactly, exactly what I'm saying. I think it's just a different audience of what they're both trying to get. And um, I, I, it's yeah. I think I think um, trying to compare the companies is the worst thing to do because they're too. Yeah, you can't now. You can't. No. Now. You really can't. They're too. Yeah, I don't know why people do that. Yeah, I don't I know don't... why people do. I don't really know why people want to do that now. You know, they're, no. they're, they're individual. They both they both wrestling do wrestling. Yes. But it's like comparing all the soaps and everything, you know, you know, every football team and everything. You can't compare because it's all done in a different way. Yeah, but it's like comparing okay. the bill with EastEnders. The bill so, the drama, EastEnders are stoked. Yeah. So let's just finish off the uh, stream balls. Uh, out of 10? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> um, you first, Matt. Uh, 6.5. <laughs> really? Out of 10? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bloody hell. Um okay, uh three. And that's a very and that's a very, very low free. <laughs> um I was trying to do I was trying to do rise with him, yeah, you know, make sure <laughs> that it's true. No, terrible. <laughs> okay, all right then. So I honestly enjoyed it more. Uh, I, but I yeah. have got some news to tell you. Um, Off we go. So, staying on the WWE sideline, SummerSlam is coming to the UK, apparently. Yes, I've Did seen you know that. that? Uh, Do I've you have seen you? that? And Car- Cardiff is the uh, place. Yeah. Apparently. So yeah, uh, uh, I I will also say I actually enjoyed Raw last Monday night's the last Raw show afterwards. Oh, I'm trying to remember what happened. So. Oh, I've noticed. Yeah, I'm older than you. <laughs> I have noticed one thing that is since a certain other company has been starting their show with the headlining act. WWE have been doing the same. So yeah, they have been. They have upped their game, to be honest. I yeah. Say that. As you say, there was a time when I, even I was getting a bit bored or fed up with some things. But I have the last, 
I don't know, for some time now. I have enjoyed it more than I probably have done. Let's just say this year, I've enjoyed it more than I did for the last two years. Same here. And I fully agree. I think they're trying a lot harder. Um, and I think because of all the sackings and stuff, the people are working harder to keep their job. And I think, the I think you know what I was thinking the other day, actually. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry to go to go offline. I was sitting down, feeling myself. You know what? It's really bad that WWE let let go of all their big talent, like Big Show, uh, Daniel Bryan. And then I thought, wait up! No, it's not. They used them for ten plus years. You mean ten you finally, plus years? You finally cotton on to it. So how many times? How many times have I said that when AEW came about, they said we want to offer something different. We're not going to be WWE. We want to offer something different. Look what yeah. happened. It's it's reversed. It's as you say. There's nothing. You know, the wrestlers in AEW. I've said this. You know, as much as I like all those wrestlers that have gone there. It's now giving us the same thing, maybe in a different context, maybe a different way. But how many of them will soon be sitting on the sidelines because you can't have them all, all no, on exactly. TV at the same time. You can't have them all in championship matches. And again, I do feel for those original wrestlers that came on board with AEW who were there to offer something different from with in WWE. You know, yeah, I remember, yeah. you know, but, you know, it's say to me, AEW certainly is more, you you don't see a matchup or an interview with somebody who's not been in WWE now. Um, I think that, yeah, to be honest, if anyone's going to suffer from all this, it'll be NXT. Oh, big time. I think NXT is already on the other side, to be honest, Matt. I think that NXT... sounds really weird. What you're doing there? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I think NXT is already on the off side, and it, I don't think NXT. I don't think NXT can progress when Raw is losing ratings because I think they need to put more effort in, in into Raw and then SmackDown and then NXT. They can't go NXT SmackDown Raw because Raw's their longest. Gone. Talking NXT and new people, well, not new people, but people going into uh, making this step up to uh, Raw and SmackDown and things. Um, what did you reckon of Keith Lee's Bearcat name? Oh. Christ, right. Don't don't fix something that isn't bloody broken. Why on earth? He was doing so well, in my opinion. And you know what? Nothing's changed. All they've done is change I wonder his whether name. they want to make him. I wonder if they want to make him into a baddie and make him like his bigger, tougher game with that name. Because uh, you know, I'm... in the commentary, they seem to they seem to struggle between saying Corn and Keith Lee or the Bearcat. One, they seem to be forgetting <laughs> which one he should be. <laughs> it's so true. It's, it's silly because it's true. Um, you know, I just, I just don't understand it. It's like the same with uh, Scott Steiner's son. Not allowed, not allowed the same sur surname. William Regal's son, not allowed the same surname. 
Why can't they? I know that I know that that they want to be fresh talent, but having having a bit of his a his the history within the company must be really important. I think. Yeah, you know. It's like a dewdrop in Charlotte Flair, you know. I thought this is gonna be an interesting match up. I thought it's a bit early for dewdrop, but I thought it'd be an interesting match up and it's going well. So I was a bit disappointed within the um, again how Sandra Blazer came in and uh Eve Marie all turned about, you know. I mean, yeah. obviously with Nia Jack's supposed to be out for quite a few months with her injury, uh whether Eva has Nelson sustained an injury, I don't know, you know, but again, it'd been interesting to see who, where Sandra Blazer ends up going up against, you know, who's going to step in there. So, but yeah, no, I think WWE personally has upped its game. Um, I have to admit, I've gone on to the Riddle and RKO uh, more and more. I think it kind of took a, an improvement just before they won the belts. So I actually quite like that now. Before, I was a bit unsure, but I think that's quite good now. I'm not so sure about bringing back um, sort of Sean Bellinger and Cedric Alexander for, um, you know, as, as part of the hurt business again, should we say? You know, so we've kind of been there, and Bobby Lashley, I think, was doing a good job by himself anyway. So I'm, yeah. I'm not too sure on that one. You know, whether that is a step back, really. In, you know, you know, you know, you know what I really want the company to do, right? And this is what I just think would really help and benefit every pay per view is stop the pay per views that are based on. A stipulation like Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, TLC, um, bloody Money in the Bank. Stop all that. Just have a paper, a paper view. Bring back Judgment Day. You mean and go at Judgment Day? The Undertaker, well, not the Undertaker, is fucking. Oh, sorry. <gasps> I didn't mean to just say that. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll bleed that out. <laughs> get banged. Get banged. <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry. All, the, I'm email, all emails to Mike to uh, not to me. <laughs> uh, I, I I have to admit I do disagree with you. Um, I think you know the next one, the Crown Jewels, is more your plain Jane. Have some big matchups just to make some money. No, um, no, I, no, I just I look forward to the Elimination Chamber. You know, I look forward to the World Rumble. I know they're traditional. But you know, when it comes to um, the fast lane, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, because there's no, because there's no big event in it. It's like Extreme Rules. You watched it for one ex for one ex- Extreme Rules match. Say if that was called Judgment Day, and they said, right, it's Judgment Day, but this, but this ri- the rivalry between Finn and Roman, so it's so extreme. This match is now an extreme match. And you'd be like, oh my God, I've got to watch it. Because the whole thing's called Extreme Rules, you're expecting the whole thing to be extreme. And then you're overly hyped. It's like the Hell in a Cell. You watch it and there's two Hell in a Cell matches. And the rest of it is just garbage, in my opinion, because you're sitting there to watch Hell in a Cell. The only good thing is the Royal Rumble, because you know that the Royal Rumble is the biggest event. And it's, it's about an hour long. So, so you watch a Hell in a Sale pay per view. 
and every match was a Hell in a Cell match. Would you not then lose that excitement when it came to the main ones? This this is what I mean. I wouldn't want that to happen. I'd I'd want I'd want it to go back to the days where it would be Judgment Day or another pay per view or at SummerSlam, for instance. SummerSlam, your headlining act is going to be a Hell in a Cell. Do you remember the good old days when it when Vicky Guerrero went to Edge? And at the next pay-per-view, it'd be you and The Undertaker in Hell yeah, in a no, I, I, uh, Yeah, but I don't remember SummerSlam ending with Hell in Cells. I remember SummerSlam ending with Shawn Michaels and the British Bulldog and Heart Foundation. I, you know, uh, you know, with normal matches. Shine, shine your age. Top <laughs> matches. Yeah, but you're talking about remembering them. I can't remember, you know, to say, you know, Extreme Wars should be for the extreme. Yes, there should be uh, at least one more Extreme Wars match up, you know. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, I, I think if you do the whole thing with every match like it, by the time you get to the last match, the audience would have lost some of that, you know, razzmatazzle. So, you know, the build up to it and things like that as well. Yes, you know, I think there should have been one more, but you certainly can't have them all like it. You know, if you no, imagine them all going, going to war on the next day, it'll be like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think we're about 45 minutes up. So we are. But one quick question. One, one quick yes. question. So I would like everyone who, like, like, who listens to visit Matt's, uh, my, uh, Maximus and Lexter or Captured Media and tell us do you remember the good old day and would you like to have a normal pay-per-view within it with an actual stipulation within or have a pay-per-view based on a stip on a stipulation? And who would you like it to be? Who me? Yeah, who would you know, or you or whoever anybody else, who would they like to see? If you'd have anybody, who would it be? And Matt. Oh, um, yes. you know my answer. So, what's yours? What? Who? Who would I have? Yeah. Would uh, you? Would what, you have active, it as a... active wrestlers or past and present? Uh, active. Active. Oh, oh, oh. Um, it is tough, to be honest. I would like. Uh, I. I... <laughs> Um, I I do like the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Uh, so I'd go with say like Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. Um, I've got to say, I think uh, Big E since the last couple of weeks he's won about he's showing a bigger side to him as well. Definitely. Um, but I also also enjoy matches regarding things like. When they had, I'm, I'm, I'm going off subject a bit. Ricochet <laughs> versus um, what's his name the, for the 24/7. I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting, and they ruined it after a few seconds, didn't they? Yeah, I'd like to have seen that match. But, Same, so thing. you know, I think. But anyway, well, I, time to go. I think. Yeah. Um, well, Matt, it's been nice to be back. Um, I've got a lot it of editing to do. Let's not leave it for so long. <laughs> <laughs> and um, maybe next week, yeah? 
whenever you want, just let us know. Well, you, let, you let me know. It's all oh, down yeah. to Matt. Thank you, thank you. Listeners. <laughs> right, uh, uh, Matt. Well, yeah, good to be back. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh, no, pleasure is all mine. <laughs> right, um, it's good night for myself. And good night, good day, good evening, whatever time it is from me. <laughs> All right, adios, amigos. Goodbye. Bye. Visualize it. I feel the soul